I guess I'll start it off. Hi, my name is Jonathan, and I love mushrooms. Raul. My name is Raul, aka your pal Raul, and I also love mushrooms. My name is Zudia. You can call me Z, and you know it. I already love to give massages. My name is Jeff. And we got Jeff in the mix. And last but not least, our special guest. My name is Daniela, and I fucking love mushrooms. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is Knowledge, Nonsense, and Reasoning. The fun guys are, are here. Fun guys edition. Ladies and gentlemen, this is our last episode of the season. It's finally over. We did it. We did it. We created something with our minds, and we ended up in a nice little office slash studio, thanks to our friends, our producers, and the people that believe in us. And the great team that we're working with. We're very excited to show, to come out with more content in the future for season two and going forward. But we finished off this wonderful season um, in the midst of a global pandemic with our friend over here, Daniela, and, and more friends in the, in, the, in the table, on the table. So something I want to go back to. Um, you said that, that in Asia, they've been using mushrooms of that's medicine, basically, for thousands of years. Now do, you, now, do you think that Western culture would ever catch up to that or, 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 or feel comfortable using it in that fashion? There's actually a huge rise in awareness around medicinal mushrooms, which is kind of a good thing, but also kind of a bad thing because, of course, it becomes kind of like, you know, when it comes to supplements, for example, that's where you kind of have to be mindful where it's like, you know, are somebody, is somebody going to create a supplement for materialistic, like capitalist purposes, or do they actually care about the medicinal value? So, you know, it's a beautiful thing because at the end of the day, with that awareness, we can choose to do our own research and to really, you know, we have access to that. So why not dive into it? Like the, the documentary also, like I said, we have these resources that we can learn from it. Um, so, you know, I guess that's kind of the blessing in disguise where at least more people are hearing about it. So that's always a good thing. Yeah. And you want more people to hear about it, but then with that rise, wouldn't the capitalist aspect go into it? Because the, the, the more people that would want to consume at that point, they would have to buy it. And some company would start to, you know, ruin that process, I guess, for lack of a better term. And then is that something that like, you think about that? Like, wow, like, it's so great that more people would have access to to this thought process, to the mushrooms, but then would it be bastardized in that process as well? Right. I mean, I pretty much, my process with it was like, I saw the documentary and at the same time I was introduced to a company that had medicinal mushrooms. I looked into it. I really, really resonated with not only the values of the company itself, but after doing research of the, you know, the various products that they have on the market, I was like, holy shit, they have a lot of pretty, <laughs> they have a lot of just like, you know, it's a nice pretty label, they just stick it on there and they sell it. And then when you really look into what it is, it's like a placebo effect, you know? So it's just like, you just gotta really look into it. And it just at the end of the day depends on how passionate you are about it, how much you're really interested in incorporating it into your life. Because if it's something that, if you care about what you're putting into your body, then, you know, you'll look into that and you'll make sure that you're getting something legit. You know? Yeah, yeah, but unfortunately, a lot of people they just see that pretty label and they're like, "Oh, okay, this works," and they don't. Oh, yeah, 100%. And, 
and, and, and they don't look into the things. And I guess that's part of the bigger problem too, that people will just trust the label as soon as they get it. Right. Yeah. Um, have you, um, have you been able to find any companies that, that, that work in medicinal mushrooms that, you know, have a good message and, and are doing a good job, I guess, for, you know, like a better term. Yes, absolutely. So I work with Live Ultimate. I am an ambassador for them. They, <laughs> they are one of the top distributors for medicinal mushrooms. They also have a superfood greens elixir. They make their own CBD. Um, so they go and they also have their own skincare line. So they are very much about you know what you're. Daniela, we're losing you. You're breaking up. You know, their practices, how they grow their mushrooms, how they, um, how they, like just the whole process behind how they do it, it um, really resonated with me. And so that's who I vouch for, Live Ultimate. Live Ultimate, ladies and gentlemen, shouts to them. Live Ultimate, you heard it here. <laughs> and what other, yeah. what other companies um, do you know? I mean, I know, I know Onnit. That's the only one that I've really been like familiar with that. And I've actually tried some of their stuff, and it was it was pretty it was pretty some pretty good stuff. I had nothing but good reviews for that um, their product. But I'm looking forward to diving into Live Ultimate. Shouts to them one more last time. Live Ultimate, yes, yes. yeah, Avatar State. Oof, you know. Oh my God! Don't even tell me. That's what I'm talking about. Drop it. Let's talk about it. Let's go. Avatar and the Legend of Korra. I was like, I don't know what to do with my life anymore. Dude, I've I've, I'm literally on the last episode of Korra. I start it and I always stop. I'm like, dude, I don't I don't want this to end. I don't want this to end at all. So I've I've watched the first ten minutes at least. I sort of got like six times, bro. I'm a huge fan. Huge fan. I'm still not done with Korra. I'm like barely in Korra. You gotta get it on that, man. Yeah, so I will get there. Don't, but hey, we could talk about it. And it's funny when I was reading when I was reading about Live Ultimate, you know, when I was doing my little homework, I like it was talking about like I mean, it's in the name, Live Ultimate, getting to that peak state of mind to be able to perform at a very, very, very efficient rate, and also create like creativity is just flowing through your fingernails, everything, all, everything about it, and. All I could think about was like tuning into the avatar state and being one with like your senses, with the spirits, with your en- with energy, with everything, you know. And I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> you know. Yes, dude. Oh, it's it's so symbolic because it's like everything has to come together in order for you to fully thrive and not just live, but actually embody your highest self, like. Your physical health has to be on point. Your mental, spiritual, emotional health. And that's really what the avatar state is. It's like literally tapping into that. And it's like, I feel like that is just like the, the it shows us a possibility of like our superpowers. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, absolutely. Badass. I mean, even Miguel, Miguel mentions it to me all the time. I believe it's called the peak state, right, Miguel? Yeah, the, the power of the triad power the triad so like basically being able to reach that like peak state like turn on the avatar like how the avatar once they master the avatar state they're able to just switch it on and switch it off like getting to that point of just like you have ultimate control mind power yeah well your mind your body your spirit your soul all of it connected as one and to have control of it in all aspects i I guess that would be the ultimate balance of things wouldn't it just to be able to control your yourself And all matters because who really like who really has ultimate like control, self control like that? I mean, 
I'm not sure. Me. Not not these guys. That's for sure. <laughs> not these guys. Well, the beauty is that I don't think anyone does. And that's why we're here is to be on the journey of getting there, knowing that we probably will never reach it. And that's totally cool. You know, that's the beauty of it. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's the journey to it. That's that's the aspiration. It, Maybe it's not about the goal. It's about the aspiration of reaching those goals, even if you know that they might not be as realistic as you would like. But what a journey, what a journey that is, isn't it? Yeah. It's all about the journey for sure. Absolutely. You know, people make, people make the most like the drastic change in their life when they take control of it, you know? And, and when you like in, in any fashion of, of what you would think taking control is like, whether it's taking control of an addiction that you have instead of letting the addiction control you, you know, I think that through tapping into your avatar state, you are more pro- like you're, pro- you're prone more to have control of your life by reaching that peak of like thinking and processing, you know, because you're, you're not just acting off emotion, off impulse, you're, you're acting off of you, like me, Jonathan, is, is making this decision, not alcohol is making this decision or loneliness is making this decision. No, it's me. It's Jonathan without any outside ego. And we were talking about this. We, we've been talking about meditating for quite some time. And I'd love to have conversations with you about meditating where my friend Raul here feels like he can never, he, he meditates, but he's not like really meditating. And I talk about how I recently was able to like, meditate and like really like benefit from meditating and it's me separating me and my ego and just separating my ego and all my outside influence and just having that form of energy where it's just jonathan without any of outside noise it's just a ball of energy that's me what came out what came into this world you know and i've tapped into that and it's been a really 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 cool experience so how like what do you you feel about that how do you feel about meditating and, and tapping into that state of mind Well, I think that meditation is definitely a practice. It is something that can take weeks, months, even years until you feel like you're actually comfortable with it. And something that I learned in one of my yoga teacher trainings is a student had asked the teacher, you know, like, how do you know that you meditated? Like, how do you know? And the teacher was like, when you come back like when it's over, you know what I mean? Because it's like, if I'm sitting here and I close my eyes and I'm just like, after a few minutes, I'm like, yeah, I'm meditating right now. It's like, no, (laughs) you know, it's like, it's something that you just surrender to. And one of the biggest things it's like, I think a lot of people actually have that issue where, you know, the mind chatter starts to take over and you feel like you allow that to get in the way of the experience but you know then you just have to sit with yourself longer or you can also use certain tools you know you can use binaural beats to help you get into a state of meditation or you can use guided meditation where someone is using specific words to help relax your mind and to help keep you present because that's essentially what meditation is meditation is a focused state of so it's like you're just focusing on one thing in that moment and in that one thing that you're concentrating on is kind of where you just surrender to yourself and that's where you find that peace and that stillness that everybody's looking for when you meditate you know and it also you know it's worth mentioning that like meditation can be driving meditation can be cooking it can be doing art it can be walking like you can make anything into a meditation it's just about bringing absolute presence into that moment and really just being with yourself i love it 
I love you. <laughs> <laughs> the best. I wish you were so far away. I, should, I wish we could give you all. We could have, just have one big group hug right here. Dude, yes. How's living over there in uh, North, North A hey, virtual group virtual hugs, everybody? <laughs> how's um how's the change of uh scenery like that you, you're still in north carolina i assume right yeah yeah i i picked up everything i left what was familiar to me which is miami born and raised i will always love miami forever but you know covid happened things happened things just kind of aligned and it was just like well time to make moves you know you can either be resistant to change or you can just allow it to take its course so i'm here now in north carolina close to the Asheville area which is like a super mecca of spiritual community it's really really beautiful so i absolutely love it here <laughs> like it was a blessing to come here for sure when'd you go up there um i got here at the end of july that was when i okay. Up. Yeah. And I'm literally like in the woods now. I actually got here and I found out there was reishi growing in my backyard. So I was like, yo, <laughs> I'm not mad about being here. Like, this is super dope. Oh, so, man. Did yeah. it find you or uh, did you find it at that point, huh? Dude, we just like, we, we called each other. <laughs> called each other. Yo, what up? Hey, how's it going? Yeah. It was like, where, you yo, where you at? Where you at? Where you at? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but um, to go back to meditating yeah see what uh, jonathan was talking about uh, about the set about the separation of the of you and then the outside ego yeah that's something mm -hmm. i definitely i definitely struggle with at times separating myself and then there's the ego aspect of myself because you know sometimes you you get caught up in that shit for like a better term you know what i'm saying for sure i i definitely catch myself sometimes being caught up on the on that ego side so 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 it's so interesting to meet people who have such great control of that and, and creating a separation of that, like yourself. Oh, dude, I wouldn't even say that I'm like, you know, I, I think that's like a day to day, you know, like our ego is what makes us human. So to have this like battle of like, you know, even with psychedelic ceremonies, people are like, oh, you know, I had an, an, an ego death. And it's just like, what does that even mean? I mean, it's like, I feel like it's more about working with your ego and understanding that it's literally what makes you human and using it as a tool and really just, you know, setting yourself up every day to check yourself when you notice and having that self-awareness of like, dude, I'm like, I'm acting from a space of ego right now, but it's always going to be there. And I wouldn't say that I even like, you know, I, that's still something that I work with every single day but it is a practice it's a work in progress and you know all of us are gonna die and even when we die we're still gonna have work to do we're still gonna be like yo i'm in my fucking ego like you know like that's something that's always gonna be there so yeah. I, am, I am my fucking ego i got sure. a big ego <laughs> such a big ego break it down guys such a big 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 no i was kidding guys so <laughs> Yeah, man. Um, it's funny because I, I, I see myself having conversations about ego deaths all the time, all the time. And I've always thought of, of, of it like as like a, like, what is this person talking about? What is an ego death? Like, how could one possibly have an ego death? And then, I mean, I've come to the conclusion that it's when everything that at one point had purpose, like had, like had purpose in your life, things that you love, hobbies, so on and so forth those things cease to have purpose anymore because that's what that means to me. Your ego is based off of all the influences around you, whether it's people or, or work or hobbies, 
if you have an ego death, all that, all that right there, boom, done. So you're like, you're, you're rebuilding an ego. Like, you know, like you're having like a rebirth, you know? And I've seen people, I've seen people go through, I've seen people that talk about them having it and changing for the better. But I've also, I've also, I've personally seen someone change for the worse because of it. But, you know, I think, I think that goes into having control in your life. If you have control of who you are and you know how to let go and like reattach, like that's, that's a really big thing with me, being able to let go, but being able to reattach when needed, you know what I'm saying? Like being able to realize that maybe this isn't what I need right now, but at some point in my life, I'm going to want to touch base on this again. But for this moment, I do not want any more energy on this. So I'm going to let go. But then as, if I'm walking around and I, and, I, and I need it or for whatever the case may be, I'm able to come back to it, you know, like in anything in life, in anything. And, I, and those, that's how I'm living life right now. And I'm loving it, loving it, loving it, loving it. Yes. Hell yeah. I mean, I think the biggest thing about the ego is that like it's there to protect us. But it's just about having a, to balance that out because it's like the ego will come in and be like, you know, it's very well known for like, you know, bringing up feelings of doubt or a fear or insecurity and things like that. And it's just like those things can be useful tools to check yourself, like I was mentioning. But it's just kind of like you said, like taking control and also taking responsibility and having the awareness that it's there and being like, okay, like, I see you ego. I love you. I know you're just trying to protect me, but like, I'm going to take the wheel right now. Like I got this, you know, thanks for checking in on me. Like, you know, it's, you got to talk to it. You got to be friendly because it's always going to be there. So I feel like I, maybe it's just like the connotation of the words like ego death. It makes it seem like I need to destroy you. I need to eliminate you. You don't serve a purpose when it's just like, no, it does serve a purpose. It's just about working with it, making it balanced with, and mostly allowing spirit to guide you more than your ego. Amen, sister. Yeah, and I don't, and I don't think that it has to be a bad thing when you have an ego death. I mean, I could see why it could be a bad thing because some people don't want to change who they are, and but but sometimes you need to, or things happen to you that change who you are, whether you chose to or not. But I find it, I, I find the concept of it so intriguing. The fact that it is an ego death and whether you chose it or not, it's going to happen. So that version of you, that's over, but you're still you. You're still the same foundation of you, but what version comes next? And then we just mm. keep creating different versions of ourselves throughout our, through, through our lives for whatever version we need to be or end up being at that point, I guess. Yeah, Absolutely. And that's so intriguing to like look back on it and be like, wow, I was that person for this while and this person for this while. And, mm-hmm. and you're just a collection of different people. Right. Depending on your life experiences or who you meet, what part of the world you end up in, you know, all of these things will like bring up different aspects of you. And it's like, this is who I get to work with now. You know, we're multidimensional beings. So to think that we're just like limited by this one perception of ourselves when we can really expand into anything that we want i mean that's really like the beauty of why we're here is just playing this game you know life is a cosmic joke so why not it's a cosmic joke <laughs> if that's not tattooed somewhere yeah i was about to say that i was about to say that dude i'm like well i guess i got the idea for my next tattoo like yeah I'm like i'm looking for one but that life is a cosmic joke crazy. oh my god i love it studios no life is a cosmic joke <laughs> telling you bro anything that i hear that i like i'm just gonna throw studios Studios at the end of it maybe it'll click maybe it won't whatever positive thoughts for sure 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. Far Studios, sure, why not? Right? Like, <laughs> studios, spell that one out for me. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. So, with being in North Carolina, like, do you feel like you're more in tune with yourself, with like how many people are around you? Because Miami is extremely populated, and you're constantly like just meeting people, meeting people. Like, I feel like some people do get lost in the sauce down here and kind of forget who they are and, and then just wake up like, what the fuck am I doing with my fucking life? Opposed to maybe like, I mean, I've been to North Carolina a couple of times um, and I have, I have family now that lives over there and they tell me all the time that they're, they're like, they're very in tune with one another. It's my uncle and my aunt and they don't have like a lot of outside noise. Granted, their family's down here so they communicate through like, you know through their phones but like as far as like physical outside noise it's just them you know so how do, how do you feel about being with yourself in north carolina yeah i definitely felt a huge shift with that because you know like before i left i was living in the winwood area for about a year and it was just like super saturated i mean you think of miami and there's two million people there you know like that's fucking crazy the chances of you finding genuine connections among two million people it's pretty small you know it's like you got like you got your crew you got your squad but it's just like in terms of that community aspect it's like so much friendlier here you know it's like i moved to a small town i'm like an hour away from Asheville, and there's two thousand people in this town so i went from like two million to two thousand and it's like everybody knows everybody i literally have two neighbors and like, you know, the day that I got here, they came to my house and they were like, hey, we just want to introduce ourselves. If you need anything, let me know. And I was just like, holy shit, like I've never experienced that in Miami, you know, like that genuine connection here and the respect that people have here for nature is insane, you know, like, so that was a huge shift. And I'm super grateful to have found that here. I guess it's settled, Raul. We're going to have to, <laughs> we're going to have to do a podcast in North Carolina, Hi. dude. I'm ready to in go the forest. right now. In the f- we're doing the <laughs> podcast live with from the forest. With some fungi. With some fungi. Yes. That's yes. Dude, yes, yes, come yes. through. Plenty oh. of forest, plenty of fungi. It's all here. It's cool, man. That's something. That's- Hey, way to That's make me feel something. special, by the way. In in the in the town of two million people, you and I became friends, and we we did some cool shit. We met XXYYXX <laughs> together, dude. I don't. I think about that shit all the time, bro. Yes, dude. Oh. How did that happen? A lot of fun times, bro. We went to his show, dude. And he was oh, just. Was, and, <laughs> you went to the show. You were like, "Hey, got, um, we, we're here." It was at Bardot, right? It was at Bardot. It was at Bardot. Bardot's a nice spot. Bardot's a Bardot's dude. A nice spot. R.I.P. Bordeaux. R.I.P. Bordeaux. It was a while ago, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. it was a while back. Yeah, was I was so time. sad. It was such a vibe. I was like, dude. And they would get really cool people to go. I mean, granted, dude, you watch, we're watching XXYYXX, dude. It's some yeah. trippy shit. But I saw like Bob Moses there. Pop, dude. Yeah. Nothing was the same. <laughs> Nothing was the same. <laughs> what, what were we talking about? XXYYXX. Felt the same way about Grand Central when Grand Central codes down. I, was, oh I actually got to go to the last show ever at Grand Central. How cool was performing? Um, wow. It was during a winter music conference. I want to say 2016. It was like a dubstep thing. Like Destructo was there. And Destructo. Yo, that sounds so sick. Destructo oh my God, I was and, so uh, sad when Grand Central closed. That was another one. I was like, all right. Dude, so many good shows. I saw Flume there for the first time and it was just... 
What's from, no, man? Who, who else was there? Um, a lot of people. A lot of good people. Um, who who is the guy who you support for my club cinema all the time? Club cinema adventure club. Excision. Excision. Yes, excision was there, but then like. They were trying to get like some mainstream people to be there too, so like that carnage there too, and I was like, okay. Oh, so yeah. dope. Didn't didn't we go with like certain yeah, we also with went the to... with the cat and shit? What? Yeah. That, was, that was some ah, meow meow kitty. Blah, 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 blah. Like what? Yo, that, that shit was bad. sick. <laughs> it was sick. Good times, man. Good times. Hoping to make some more. But uh, something I want to go back to though is about your neighbors. So so Piggy, Piggy cousin. Miami, I can't imagine my neighbors coming up to me and be like, hey, you just moved here. Nice to meet Dude. you. That's, yeah. that's so crazy. So, so, so in a city of 2,000 people, people do that. Yeah, it's like super casual, like making eye contact, smiling, saying hello. That's like the common thing to do. And it's really funny that you mentioned that because actually when our neighbor pulled up, at first, you know, like I've only grown up in Miami, so I got kind of freaked out. I was like, who the fuck just like pulled up in my house? Yeah. And like he came in and he was super sweet. And then we were like, oh, wow. Like, you know, and I almost felt myself kind of like unlearning certain behaviors that I've had in Miami because as much as I love to connect with people since being there it's not really as friendly it's not as welcoming in terms of like strangers you know it's not as common for strangers to connect or even acknowledge each other I was like wow like I really have to work on that here and I have to like I want to be a part of the community so I have to like open that space to be like hey hi how are you you know and actually talk and connect so it's super refreshing. Like, I love that here. And how does that tie in with you and Live Ultimate? Like, as far as, like, the, you telling people, because I'm sure you're telling people over there that you meet, right? About the products that you guys offer? Well, right now, so we're kind of, like, we're kind of out here. We're, like, in the mountains. So I have to drive out a bit. Like, besides the two neighbors that I have, you know, I have to drive quite a bit before I'm even, like, around groups of people. And because of the pandemic, you know, like, there's no events. Like, there's no really, like, gatherings going on. So most of the work that I do is through social media. Um, but, yeah. And where could we find you on social media, Daniela? What's up? Where could we find you on social media? at moon.goddess69 on instagram that's what i'm talking about girl awesome yeah man. that's cool stuff man. and so so when it comes to the product that you sell like do you have like personal favorite as far as like what you're taking in from live ultimate or do you like have something that you lean towards more than others whether it's I what mean, do you what what do you what do you take every day so I take the Superfood Greens Elixir. It's a blend of 25 different superfoods and it also has four medicinal mushrooms in it. I take that every day in the morning on an empty stomach. <laughs> then I also take it with the shrooms, the Ultimate Shrooms, which has eight medicinal mushrooms. I take their CBD. Oh, you guys are so cute. <laughs> you had us at Elixir. No, I'm just kidding, go on. Dude, yes. But um, yeah, that's pretty much what I take. I take it every single day in the morning to start my day. It gives me a lot of energy, a lot of mental clarity and focus. It was actually because of the mushrooms that I was able to cut down from caffeine. I almost don't drink coffee anymore because the same like energy levels and the same like mental focus that I was looking for in caffeine, I get from the mushrooms, but there's no crash. There's no jittery. There's no like, you know, stress on your adrenal glands. So it's like, you know, it's just a win-win. 
That's awesome. What do you take every morning, Raul? <laughs> a smack from life? No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, big facts, though. <laughs> Straight up. No, um, I do take a fat-ass bullhead every morning. Um, and, and no, and, and a smile. Hey, that oh. medicine. Of a ball hit and a smile, and I start my day, and and I and I just and I just try to end my days a little bit better than they started. That's beautiful. I love that. Try to keep it simple. Once you get too complicated, there's a lot of outside forces that that cloud your judgment, and right. you don't need that. That's For honestly sure. just that 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 is honestly how I'm just viewing things these days. Just keep it simple. That's good, man follow a path and uh, try to keep the outside forces to a minimum because well we would we just because you're everybody's friend doesn't mean everybody's your friend mm, yeah for sure what about you what do you do in the morning a backflip <laughs> like that uh straight out of bed like straight, i wake like, up my like i don't even stand up i do a backflip from my sleeping position every morning go to the bathroom and i recite pirates of the caribbean 2 dead man's chest um from stop to from start to finish so i wake up roughly two hours and 29 minutes before i start my day just to do that right there and then that gets me going i've seen it and it and it's incredible to watch the backflip is the hardest part it's actually quite impressive <laughs> No, so look, he does a flip out, and then the sheets are just falling, and his bed's already made too. Hello, puppet. You know what I'm saying? A bunch of that, a lot of that, a lot of that. Lots of mates and lots. Parlay. Loves, you know? Parlay. <laughs> Parlay, right? Dead man tell no tales, he said. I like, I like, no, on a serious note, um, I like to start my days, and preferably I like to work out, and then followed by meditation. That's, if... Those, those days that I do that, I, I noticed that those are the best type of days that I have. The most productive days that I have involve that. Whether, and and I, I recently got into writing, um, you know, where we're trying to produce a couple films out here. So me and Raul both took upon writing and in doing, by working out and meditating immediately after, my brain just like unlocks, like, I don't know if, if it's because my, my blood is, is pumping and my body is active and then leading with that being said going into a meditation in that state of mind with my whole body in that fashion like it, it i dude i i go off dude i literally just like have the most beautiful like meditation and then that just my day skyrockets from there um but the days that i don't do that i see that i'm i'm, I'm still there i'm still got that pep to my step but like i'm sluggish with it or i'll be prone to like like eat something that's not as good for me or, or make a, a mm. bad decision when it comes to maybe I'm not going to go to the gym. I'll just play some video games when I go home. But I, I truly like running and, and meditating from the get. I love that. Consistency is key. Yeah, man. I, I'm really into, I'm, I'm really, really, I mean, granted, my friend Miguel talks about it all the time about reaching that peak state of mind where you could just be in the avatar state when needed to be and and chill out when you're it's time to chill out but like when you're at your peak when you're trying to close a business deal or you're trying to talk to a new client or someone that could that could benefit you you know like being able to tune into that because dude there are times where i feel great like we're like like i i see a lot when i act when i'm when i'm reading scripts or when i'm improving someone just says like you're on a bus and some girl is going into labor what do you do and like <laughs> Something, you know what I'm saying? And I'm just there and I, and I nail it. And then that feeling right after knowing that you like did a great job, you're like, yeah, 
I did that. Now reaching, like reach, getting that, grasping that and being able to tune, like tune that on when needed be, bro, I'm all for it. And if you're telling me that I got mushrooms in the mix, then I'm super all for it. Are you kidding me? Let's do it. Take over yeah. the world. One mushroom at a time. Are you a fun guy? Are you a fun guy? We're all fun guys. I can't stop right now. Who put fun guys in my drink? Joe Rogan 2024. Ah. <laughs> yeah, real shit. If you really want to expand your mental capacity and see what your brain is capable of, take mushrooms. It's the best. It's the best. Psychedelic medicinal, just saying. <laughs> I got I to gotta try some medicinal mushrooms, but the psychedelic are the best. I'm, I'm a big fan. I want to try medicinal. It, it's, it's definitely helped me out through some clouded points in life. And it's just a nice time. Like, uh, recently, we, uh, we indulged and we went to the beach and I was just in the ocean. It was nice. <laughs> Dude, that's beautiful. I literally just waved in the ocean for like an hour. Uh, every time I looked over, I saw Raul at a different age. I saw a younger version of him, the current version of him, and an older version of him, only to find out that there were two guys next to him that looked very similar to him. I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm like, oh this, is just, this is just hilarious. That's not even that I'm tripping. This is just really funny. I'm firmly convinced that he just saw me traveling through time at different points in my life. Dude, honestly, when I take mushrooms, I feel so connected to my inner child because I just can't stop laughing. Yes. You just feel so silly and like, and it gives me so much energy. It's just like, bro, I feel like my body is at its fullest capacity. Like, what can I do? I want to do everything now. You know, it's, yeah. it's so much fun. I have to agree with you completely. That's my favorite thing about um, going on a psychedelic journey, which is tuning into my inner child. My favorite, favorite, favorite thing. Just being goofy and yeah. just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, wooga, 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 wooga. Like, all that, all that fun yeah, stuff, like, you know? You're, you're not thinking about, you're not thinking about any inhibitions about any of it. You're just like, hey, I want to work really fun. Dude, actually, um, in the documentary, they spoke about this because they did an experiment with mice. So they trained mice to have a specific fear. I think it was like when hearing a sound or like when doing something to them that so it would literally instill fear in them. And then they gave them mushrooms, psychedelic mushrooms, and it literally turned off the fear response in their brain. So they were saying that, and I think they actually did this, I think, in the University of Miami or the University of Florida or something. Fire. That's great. Yeah, and, it, and they were literally like, dude, imagine what it does to us. Like, it literally turns off our fear response. I mean, there's so much research and studies that go into how psychedelic mushrooms help people with depression, with PTSD, with anxiety. Like, it's, it's so powerful, like, what they're capable of, you know, and what it can do for us. Yeah, man. That's why I feel like some countries in Europe are so ahead because they they, do, sure. they have practices like that. Like they make it affordable for their for society and those communities to be able to have access to this. And even, and you're not just pumping drugs; you're pumping fucking mushrooms into your body. Yeah, well, that that's the thing. I don't think it's about it being affordable. I think it's about the problem that you're not gonna you're gonna have too many people that don't have fear. And uh, you're, the government like, just doesn't want us to dismantle our fucking conditioning. We'll like, take over. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah dependent. They're like, fuck that. We can't have you be sovereign beings. Like you, you can't have everybody thinking us. for themselves. I think that's unfortunately exactly. a societal problem here. Right. And, and as we're in some countries, you know, I guess due to the fact that 
these countries have been around for thousands of years compared to our relatively new history as a country being the United right. States, you know, we still haven't gotten over the, that ego aspect, I guess. Hey, that we got to be in control. I saw what you did there. You brought back the egos. You're a fun guy. Everybody. The crowd went wild. Everybody went wild. <laughs> but, but anyways, so, so because imagine if everybody even microdose, just some little microdosing throughout your day, little in the morning, little at night, you're going to have a lot of people that are going to be not 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 so okay sitting in a cubicle all day yes exactly and and that and i think that that's going to cause a problem for a lot of people so i think if you can if you if you take the right dosage of of a microdose dude you could sit in a cubicle i mean to each their own you know what i'm saying like if if you don't think that you would want to sit down in a cubicle off of a microdose and don't do it but i think that there are people that could benefit it but they don't even know it because they they won't even find out Exactly. They, right. can't, they can't even find out because, well, they are being pumped by a bunch of pharmaceuticals that, that some of them can't even afford these pharmaceuticals that, they, that they're being pumped with. Right. And, and, that, and I think that's the crazy part that no matter what, even if it's for you, it's not, it's not even about you in, in those instances. Dude, literally, it's never about us. It's not about our yeah. health. It's not about our well-being. We're all just numbers. Yeah, nothing's in nothing's in like, our our best interest. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like us to survive at the end of the day. You know, like we can't rely on anybody. We can't rely on any government. Like, it's that's where your humanly instincts really kick in. And guys will live ultimate. You'll tap into that and you'll survive any motherfucker out there. All right. Governments, ultimate. governments, regimes. Ah! It doesn't matter. You live ultimate forever. Ladies and gentlemen, this is knowledge, nonsense, and reasoning. And we love each and every one of you. Yeah. That was, you definitely covered it there. Did I hit it? Did I hit it on you, the money? You super hit on the money. We hit it on the money. All right, Daniela, we're going to, we're going to cut off the show here. Um, this is the last episode of our season. We're extremely happy to have you on. We want to get you back on here, which is why we're cutting it off a little short. We want to sit, but we want to sit down with you. So this is just an appetizer for the next episode that we have, which hopefully would be in a forest with some fucking, you know, the fun guys with the fun guys, the fun guys, the fun guys. The fun guys with the fun guys in the fun guys, fun guys everywhere, fun guys out. Thank you so much, Daniela, for jumping on KNR. And uh, where could everybody find you again? On Instagram at Moon Goddess at wait at Moon Goddess sixty nine. <laughs> Absolutely. Do you have a link tree? Do you have any other places that people can find you? Link tree, I believe, is the same thing. Just Moon Goddess. It's yeah. in her bio, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh. Mm, yeah. Moon Goddess. Absolutely. I'm a cancer too, girl. I'm a cancer too. Hey, click, cancer. Click, 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 click. Water tribe. No, uh, my friend. My friend was trying to figure out my signs and. Because I don't know anything about zodiac signs. Or When's your birthday? Earth, earth signs, <laughs> December fifth, nineteen ninety-five. No, but my You're friend. Sagittarius. Was, I'm a Sagittarius. <laughs> well, that I know, but like she went deeper. Whatever. Somehow, apparently, I'm a moon Taurus on something in some aspect. I was like, oh, look at that. You had me actually went deeper, brother. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is knowledge, <laughs> nonsense, and reasoning. Daniela, thank you for tuning in for thank our last you. show of the season. Thank you for being here. We're happy to have you on i i definitely learned a lot 
what do you say you did as well? I'm a fun guy and I will always be a fun guy, but I'm going to talk to Daniela to be an OG fun guy. Yeah. Hey. We're a bunch of posers over here. For sure. <laughs> I, I go to drum circles. <laughs> we love you, Daniela. Thank you so much for jumping on. This is it. One last time. Knowledge. Nonsense. And reasoning. reasoning Good out. night.